This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network, the least topical podcast on the internet. Today's topic was partying. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri. I am Adam Lustig. And folks, I'm going to... Adam, you don't have to. You don't okay. have to. But okay. I am going to apologize. <laughs> oh. I'm going to apologize on behalf of myself, the oh, No dear. Joke Podcast, and okay. anyone else associated with this podcast, because last okay. week, we put yeah. out a doozy of a dog. It was a doozy of a dog, for sure. Absolutely correct. Uh, we... Uh, turned back the clock sort of in two different ways where we read a article written in 2017 that was about the uh, 20 christmas gifts every millennial woman wanted back in 2006 so i remember yeah. i remember back in the day adam you and i yeah. like to keep the names of our episodes short concise <laughs> piffy, evocative piffy. Yeah. almost so it's like it doesn't doesn't take up too much space on like the apple page <laughs> yeah we have completely bastardized this podcast yeah, forget i'm that. afraid this is a ship sinking like a slow a slow like a, just a leak it's not like there's <laughs> yeah. a water bursting in but we've just given up slow. on all of the things that once gave this integrity that's right yeah that we sort of have kind of like thrown out what unwritten rules we had been playing by and now we are just lucy lawless wandering through the desert yes. making up rules as we go along yes episode we titles are, are 65 <laughs> we are we're two lucy's folks we're two correct we are the two c lucy's <laughs> yeah, that's right we are lucy too <laughs> more lawless than ever well i got good news Stop. for you adam i got i got good news for you Tell me. I may be feeling, um, I may be in my feelings right now because of oh. the episode that we put out that was entitled 20 okay. Christmas Gifts Every Millennial Woman Wanted in 2006. <laughs> I may be in my own feelings right now, but. Okay. But we did make a request. We were hoping to see a few new hypes in the comment section yes. on the Apple podcast page. Yes, we did put out a call for that. That's true. Do you think we got any new hypes? I already know the answer. Read it. <laughs> We, yes, dog, we did. Okie dokie. Is it in front of you, or do you need me to read a few It's in front of reviews? mine eyes. It is in front of my Share eyes. thine eyes with thine <laughs> listeners. Okay, so we got... Uh, I'm, I'm seeing two, unless my Apple thing is a little weirder. I'm seeing me two Me too. Tusi Lawless once again. Tusi Lawless <laughs> once again. And exactly. That's a lot for us, folks. That's two essentially, reviews is a lot. At the, at the stage that we're at in our podcast life, that's a basically a flood. Definitely. That is basically. Definitely. <laughs> our listenership is down. Two yeah. is up. Huge. Up. Yes, correct. Adam, so we do. Read it. I want to go ahead and shout out the first one, Bone 11 who says. Classic hype, internet classic, name, by the dude. way. Bone. That, J that yeah. Like, 11. The first 10 were taken. That yeah. is exactly. That is some. Sorry, that's just central casting internet yeah, name. Internet. J Bone Eleven. J Bone Eleven. You? Uh, J Bone says uh, the comment is titled "New Hype Listener." Thank you for putting it in the title, J Bone. Big time. You want to eliminate all suspense? We already know that you're hyped, and we deeply appreciate <laughs> that. Five stars. You said I picked up this podcast a few months back. Pure gold. I've made it through the fawn. Wow. Yes. And look forward to the NJP turning my Friday into a fry yay. 
So that's basically almost the sort of platonic ideal of a review. Correct. Perfect. I give your review five stars, Jay I Bone. do, too. Yeah. I do, too. That's ten <laughs> stars, Jay Bone. Yeah, totally. You are Jay Bone ten stars. Correct. <laughs> exactly. Read the other one. Um, so that's just exquisite. And the, uh, the, the other one we have is from a user called Sippin' Brew. Love everything awesome. you're up to right now. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, and this one is, uh, this comment is titled, Unbeatable Podcast, Easy Five Stars. And then five stars. So that's already, my, my confidence is flying right now. I feel great. I feel great So too. the comment is, just a new fan who has been waiting for a call to action. All caps, hyped. Sippin' Again. Brew, yes, two C Lawless is now yes. three C Lawless. Three, exactly. Brew C Lawless. Sippin' Brew C Lawless. Thank you, Brucey Willis. Brucey Willis. And thank you, <laughs> Brucey Willis. <laughs> so this is, uh, I mean, what a way to kick off our new episode. Because yes. this, this, is a, this is what we asked for. You heard us. You yes. delivered. Yes. You have responded. We feel like we are in dialogue with you once again. Once and again, we are in this, dialogue. <laughs> this feels great. I feel great. I feel I feel hyped. I'm going to ask for more hypes, y'all. This is yeah, a good way to get it. yourself out of the gutter. Look, peek we behind the curtain. Me and Adam yeah. have been in the gutter. The yeah, dirtiest, yeah. dirtiest gutters you've ever imagined. Pump us up here. And pump this us is up pumping us up. This is pulling yeah, us yeah. right out of the gutter. This is taking <laughs> us time. to thine heavens. We are now in Big the clouds time. with angels playing harps. Correct. Question. Harps. Absolutely. Is that yep. still happening? Are angels in, me- in pop culture still playing the harp? I like to think so because I, I, I hope so. I mean, I, I feel like I when I was feel... a kid, angels were playing more harps. Are they just playing video games now? That's a great question. It's like, what's happened to our angels? Like, these aren't your granddad's angels anymore. Mm-mm. It's like they're not playing the harp. They're doing Xbox. They they're, don't even. They're live streaming like, on Twitch. I don't. I don't yeah. see angels like I used to see angels. Is That's it fair point. to say that angels in branding, marketing, and pop culture were just a little bit more popular? I feel like they were always on clouds, and they were always practicing their harp, and they were all quite good. Here, it, <laughs> quite good. Here's here's my here's here's my feeling about that. I feel like we live in this sort of like postmodern artistic age where there are shows like. What is that Neil Gaiman show where it's like angels live on earth amongst us or like touched by an angel? We live in this like post touched by an angel world where mm-hmm. angels mm-hmm. in pop culture are depicted as like just humans in disguise. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So it's sort of like anyone can be an angel. Of the traditional exactly. angel. I think that's exactly right. So angels in our contemporary pop culture, they don't play the harp, dude. They play the, they play the electric rock and roll and in, guitar. And in Disney culture, they play right field. They had they be, exactly. Field. Exactly. We need to get back to. We need Harp. to get. Look, I don't mean to be old man on the porch holding his rifle no. and waving his American flag, but wave folks, on. We need to get back. I'm waving. <laughs> I'm waving yes. to my followers and listeners yes. and the people on my front porch. I'm waving to yes. all of you. We yes. need to get back to traditional angel culture. We need uh, angels who have halos. I'm talking correct. halos. They are wearing togas. They correct. are gracefully standing on top of clouds. And they are gracefully plucking a harp that they are just skilled at, no practice necessary. Now, I don't mean to use sort of a divisive phrase here, but make angels harp again. Do you know what I mean? Like, we need Sheesh. to be... You we might need have to lost be, me, dog. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. We sorry. Can't. I got... Uh, we, can't we can't do that. We right can't now. touch that we phraseology. Touch but that. I, we do not need red hats on our angels. No, you're absolutely halos. right. We're but but the, but the 
But the point stands. But the point stands. We're talking. Get bring us angels who are cherubs. Bring mm. us angels who are children, but also mm. old men all at the same time. Hey, bring listen. us angels who have white wings, yes, beautiful golden wings. curly locks, and yes. who are harp proficient. You never like, really that's see what angels' need. wings flap. Yeah, they're just. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's I a good like point. It's presentational like wings, but have de- you ever seen decorative. one fly away, like into a tree? That, that's such a good point, Bill. Because we have always interpreted wings as as functional, not decorative. But in my mind, an yes. angel has wings and yet still hovers. Like doesn't necessarily need the wings to fly. No. But to your point, it's decorative. It's it's an, uh, it's adorning the angel. It's just sort of being like I'm a holy I'm a holy heavenly creature. Look at my wings. Yeah. I don't even need them to fly. I just have them as a flex. Honestly, when I die and I have to go into my exit interview. Uh, yeah. <laughs> to see if I'm going to be an angel or not. Correct. I might make a bold request. Yeah. I might say, keep the wings. Keep yeah. the wings. They're yeah. wasted on me. I don't need them. I've seen the other angels. They don't flap. They're weighing me down. They Let me be a whole Good new point. angel. I'll still stay on the clouds. Still yeah. stay on the clouds. Still play the harp. I will wear the halo. But when yeah. it comes to the wings, I feel like it's a little excessive. Proof you can wrong. keep them. No, no, that's a good point. Walking through no, no. door frames, bumping into things, subway turnstiles, they're going to get caught on stuff. And it's awkward. Not, I'm not flapping them. Absolutely. Now, Bill, let me just ask you, let me just sort of like flip the script here for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, do, 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 you have, do you feel the same way about demons? Do you feel that we've lost sort of our mm. traditional view of demons, which in my mind is also, I mean, demons, long pointy tail, red pitchfork. I mean, this goes beyond okay, the traditional so Satan. We're saying devils, right? De- devils, basically. Okay. Demons, devils. Yeah, devils. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, um, the devil horns haven't seen that recently. Red yeah. face. They wear black pants. Does the devil wear black pants? In like my tights? mind, the devil. The, in my mind, the devil is kind of a pantsless thing. It's sort of like mm. one of those like Greek, like a eunuch, like half goat, half man situation where mm. it's like, if anything, maybe the devil wears a shirt, maybe a Tommy Bahama kind of number. I think the but... devil wears Prada. <laughs> <laughs> I think the devil wears Prada. I think the devil wears Prada. <laughs> That's right. I, I, that was so foolish of me. I mean, like, of course, obviously, there's a whole documentary about that called The Devil Wears Prada, right. which is a documentary about how the devil wears Prada. So I, I don't miss the that. devil. I don't miss traditional devil in pop culture, to be okay, honest. Okay, great. But I think Good. it's because there's no specific outfit. There's mm-hmm. While there is a specific location, Hellfire, they don't Hell. play an instrument. I feel like there's not enough accoutrements for me to Yeah, care. that's... That's true. Yeah, yeah. There's no instrumentation down there. It's just the sort what of... instrument um, should the devil play? Well, if the angels get a harp, uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and say the devil should play. Don't say bagpipe. I, I'm Irish. Don't say bagpipe. Was it going to say bagpipe? No, no. What's it going to say? I was going to say um, it's a great question. I'm thinking of like what instrument is sort of most torturous or sort of most agonizing to the mm. ear. Mm-hmm. I would say like an out of tune violin, maybe oh, okay. like a like a violin that's a missing a string violin. or something. Yeah, broken one. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, that would just mm-hmm. be kind of uh, absolute uh, hell to listen to. I mean, no pun intended, but mm-hmm. um, maybe something like that. Or maybe the drums. Or the drums. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the drums. <laughs> maybe the drums. Yeah. <laughs> snare. Bass. Maybe the snare. The yeah, hi-hat. The full, the full boat. Yeah. All right. Well, we've obviously gotten off to a very smooth start. I'm going to dial yeah. things in, folks. Today's episode is called Partying. Partying, Why is today's man. episode called Partying, Adam? 
Uh, well, we have a dear friend, John Gabris, who, along with uh, other hilarious comedian, writer, actor Adam Pally, have a new television show premiering. Well, when you listen to this, it will have been last night, Thursday, on True TV. That's called 101 Places to Party Before You Die. Correct. Uh, and as John, maybe we've talked about this before, John, all you headgum familia know John, but he's one of the funniest, most gregarious, most enjoy- – he is a party unto himself. Yes. So this yes. is a show worth watching for sure. He is yes. a human party. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's pick up uh, the concept of partying, talk a little bit about Gabrus if we want, talk about experiences oh, sure. with parties that we've had in the second act. Yeah, that? absolutely. Sounds great. Want to make two party sounds? You make a party sound. I make a party sound. However you interpret that in the first act. Love that. I love it. Great. We'll be right back. Hey. Yo, Michelle is here. Welcome back to No Joke. Today we're talking about partying in commemoration of the release of John Gabrus and Adam Pally's True TV series, Mm -hmm. 101 Places to Party Before You Die. Mm -hmm. And that was just some overheard snippets of party conversation, one might say. Can I say something (laughs) as controversial as there's not enough angels on clouds playing harps these days? Billy's bringing out all the hot takes I'm sorry. You pulled this out of me. What do we got? I blame you. (laughs) What do we got? (laughs) We need more Michelles, folks. Oh, yeah. No, that's true, actually. We need more Michelle's and we need more Denise's. Yeah, Denise. Where did you go, Denise? First things first, I have cousins named Denise and Michelle. Scafuri. And they rock the party party. And we need more (laughs) Denise and Michelle's in this world. Good call, man. I, I am blessed and grateful and privileged enough to know a handful of Michelle's, mm-hmm. not a bundle. Mm-hmm. It's not like Matt's or Chris's where I'm like my cup overfloweth. Mm-hmm. But I have uh, I have enough Michelle's to keep me going. But I have to be honest with you. There's not a Denise in my life. So like to Thank your you. point, we uh, that's a problem. You. That's that's a problem. That's yes, a that is a problem. huge problem for you. Yeah. And the only way to solve that is for our generation to procreate and label yeah. those babies Denise <laughs> and Michelle. <laughs> label label them. <laughs> Call them Denise and Michelle, and we all will too. And then future generations will know more Denise's and Michelle's. So this is what we're going to ask. This is another call to action. Yes. Sip and brew. This is yes. a call to action for you. Yes. Do you know hashtag any Denise or Michelle's? If you listen to No Joke Podcast, give us a number with the name Denise Michelle. So if you know three Denise and or Michelles, we need yeah, a we hashtag. Count. Three Denise Michelle. Five yeah, we Denise need a- Michelle. Zero yep. Denise Michelle. Yeah, we're doing sort of an informal census here at the No Joke Podcast. Yep. We need to cut. We're doing a quick tally. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to get a ballpark figure. How many Denises and Michelles are in our extended network? What are we talking about here? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's a that's a good that's a good ask, Bill. Thank you okay. for 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 doing that. Yeah, you're good. welcome. One more yeah. reminder before we get into the serious stuff: a True TV 10:30 on fr- uh, Thursday nights. Gabris and right. Adam Pally hosting oh, yeah. this television show. <laughs> I it looks amazing. Gabris yeah. told me. Um, when they, as they, before they shot the pilot, I believe it was yeah. before they shot the pilot, that the yeah. two of them had bought the rights for a limited time to a book called 101 Places to Party Before You Die. And I oh, thought, amazing. knowing Gabris, the human Kool-Aid man, you know, yeah. he, he just, he pounds through walls when he yes. shows up at parties. He, a force he of is, nature. He's a true force of nature and one <laughs> yes. of the best we've got. Oh my when God. he told me a that hero. he licensed the rights to a book, I thought that's the most adult thing I've ever heard you say in your entire life. Right, it right. <laughs> also it also was the most appropriate thing he could do with his money because he is the human party boy. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. Yes. So there is a book called 101 Places to Party Before You Die. 
And Amazing. they have since turned it into a television show starring these two guys. Yes, yes. Have um, you ever I've considered s- licensing a book, Adam? Or has there ever been a book in your life that you're like, yes, that, talk to me? Yes, Billy. I tried. Um, brief, tried. By that, I mean I reached out to my managers and I said, has this book been optioned? And they said yes. Kind of it. It was a, uh, a British novella called Ghost Wall that I read and I loved. And it was so good and it was so evocative. And I was like, this must be a movie if it isn't already. And um, I, it took me like a half – it's just a thin, maybe like a hundred-page little gripping, thrillery story that I adored. And uh, I uh, called my managers and I said, hey, I, like, I know that people do this. Could I? License mm-hmm. option a book, yeah. And they were like, "Sure, let me check it out." And like an hour later, it was like, "Oh yeah, it's already been optioned." Obviously, and I was like, "Did right. they give you any intel, or did you do any research into what it actually requires? Whether it's how much money or what the terms generally look like?" To I did absolutely zero research, and I asked no questions. Okay, so I did no due diligence. Okay, zero. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I just said, "Here's a here's a sentence I know. I'd like to option this," and they said, "Great." And then they were like, not possible. All right. So then you didn't know the rules or what to expect. But no. what, would you, what were you willing to offer? What were you hoping I, I, to hear? I have no – I don't even really know. I think – what was I hoping to hear? It was written by – is the author's name Sarah Moss? I believe the, the author's name is Sarah Moss. And this is a shot in the dark. I was like – I just love the book and I was just like in that – you know when like you – I you know, you, I was just like in the post book afterglow of like, I just want to live in this book forever. Right, right. Like, how can I just like keep living this book? Right. So like, I, you know, I like, I don't know, just total shot in the dark out of left field was like, could I option it? What was I willing to, I had no idea. I was, what was I expecting? Maybe like an email correspondence with the author at sure. first, maybe sure. I th- think would have been a reasonable first step to expect. Mm-hmm. So we could get a sense of each other. I mm-hmm. think that was, and I hadn't thought about it past that to be yeah. honest with you mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> that was, yeah uh, you know how about you bill i once i never tried but i there's been one time in my life where i read a book and i was like that needs to be a television show oh yeah movie, every single yeah. thing um yeah can i and it yeah. had already been optioned by yeah. tyler perry maybe okay yeah tyler so you have perry good taste or yeah. will will Smith. packer will packer. Oh, okay who Got makes it. a lot of um, very prestigious television shows. Cool, cool. Um, but it was the Gucci Mane book. It was all about Gucci Mane's life. Oh, and oh it was hell yeah. The, I kind of remember when you were reading that. You were like texting the thread about that maybe Top for three moment, book I've I ever think. read in my life. Top Dude, three. That he wrote or it's about him or both? Um, it's, 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 a, it's every chapter of his life. Um, yeah. I, did he... But did he write it? He did not write it. He couldn't have Got written it. it. Um, cool. But he was definitely – it was definitely biographical and, oh, mamma mia, I wanted to yeah. option this. But, you know, not the right person for the job and also every other buddy, every, like, millionaire also wanted to. And yeah. Um, yeah. Let, you know let what me people ask you, should do? Okay, you yes. ask me, then I ask you. Well, I just have a thing, and this is like – maybe sorry if this is too inside baseball, but the guy that, – that sports journalist Jeff Perlman. He wrote the – he created the book that the Winning Time Lakers show was based on, Correct. right? Yes. Okay, and he also wrote the book about the 86 Mets, right? The Bad Guys won, yes. The Bad Guys won. Now, I know there was a 30 for 30 that was sort of like tread similar territory to the Bad Guys won, but where's yes. that series, my dude? Dude. Where's our 86 Mets show? The Does fictionalized version? Yeah. <laughs> where's that? I don't know, oh. and I don't know if we want it. Oh, we don't want it? Oh, okay. I, I mean, think I, so, man. I mean, there's nothing like the real thing, baby. Mm-hmm. Talking about that real mm-hmm. thing. Mm. 
You know, it, like totally. Winning Time it put a sour taste in my mouth personally. And the yeah. books, the stories, the guys exist. Daryl Strawberry's still alive. Keith Hernandez just talk to the guy. retired. You know, Good like call. the bad guys won and they're still alive. I don't need to see them fictionalized personally. Good call. Good call. Good call. That's me, the fan. Good call. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, gonna, now, now you were going to say gonna something. I was going to mention to you. I was going to mention yeah. to you. I, okay. I feel like it's got to be a popular um, feeling or, you know, after you read a book that you're so inspired by or yeah. just something you're like, that needs to go on and I want to be a part of it. Yeah. To say, I want to option that book. Is there a reality? Yeah. In, our, in our industry, that is not an uncommon thing. Right. But I wonder, is there a market, Adam, for you yes. and I to yes. go see movies and then say, we want to go write that book. <laughs> the novelization? Yes. yes. That's so funny. Is there, a, is there a niche industry the reverse where we option. can go see, I don't know, <laughs> the Monsters versus the Mitchells or whatever? Some movie? I don't know movies. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, exactly. I don't know movies. Yeah, but right. But let's just say the Monsters versus the Mitchells was the biggest hit. Minions. Can we minions. write a Minions novel? Has novel. anyone put the novel the down on Minions? I mean, that is there is a whole sub there is like a whole genre of like airport bookstore novel that's like Back to the Future, the novel, no Indiana way. Jones. You're serious? Oh, absolutely. That I mean, like novelizations of movies. Okay, are, but the IP is owned by this, the the the, for the sure. studios that of made the movies. Yeah, okay. but if you and I were like, well, we want to expand on the Minions verse that has been <laughs> so established in the cinema space, but uh-huh. we want to take it into the literary space, uh-huh. and we want. <laughs> Minions. Can I pitch it? Minions. Can I pitch? Can I pitch? Please, it? dude. Are you kidding me? The minions have grown up. Yes. They generations have passed. They've oh, moved God. on from. I think that guy's name is Gru. They've Gru, now become. Correct. They've become their own civilization, and they're they have they have independence, and yes. they're older now, and yes. they're adults, and <laughs> the older generation of minions is yeah. trying to pass on what they experienced generations yep. and generations ago, i.e. Cool. grew. I also grew. have never seen these movies. <laughs> but in the retelling yes. of this minion saga, beautiful, told by, and this is the name of the movie, Good. the Manions. Because Man- <laughs> now they're grown-ups. So they're they're Manions. They're grown we minions. reflect they're manions. on the yeah. journey of how today's generation of Minions yeah. Yeah. come from generations and generations of man and womanions. So, so <laughs> it's a beautiful tale yes. about honoring one's history while looking towards the future. Yes. It's a beautiful tale about uh, generational respect yes. uh, and about the fabric that ties cultures and societies and civilizations together. Yes. Um, it, to me, it sounds beautiful. It sounds honestly beautiful. Adam, what um, is the Pixar movie that has that song? Recuerda me. Don't oh, to say goodbye. Coco. Oh, what is it? Coco. Coco. It's basically yeah. a modern day Coco. Manions is basically a modern day Coco. How do you not? How do you not buy? Snap up that pitch instantly. And here's the thing: it's mm. not a movie, folks. It's, it's a, a book. book. That's <laughs> the thing. Which is movies f- from the olden times. Yes. That's what we call books. Movies. Manions. Man- <laughs> Manions. Yes. The book. Yes, that's pretty that good. Is the book IP. <laughs> Adam, good. hit up your agents and managers. See if anyone's already <laughs> optioned the IP towards Manion. Generations of minions since. <laughs> that's what it's called. Manions. Generations of minions since. That's hysterically funny. Uh, Manions. Generation of minions, minions since. since the the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
if any millionaires or billionaires are out there listening and want to just sort of like skip the optioning line mm-hmm. and just sort of get, write us a check so we can mm-hmm. write the book, that would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, we're going to look into this reverse option novelization route mm-hmm. uh, because this is an idea too good to pass up. Too so, good to pass, thank you, folks. Too yeah. good to pass. Um, yes. Speaking of Mannions, I'd say the yeah. closest person we have in our life to a human giant minion is Gabrus. <laughs> it's Gabrus. And I hit up Gabrus after... They, I think they were shooting, they, they shot in like 10 to 12 different cities. And almost after every Amazing. trip, I would check in with him and see how he's doing, yada, yes. yada. And I think it was his, off his first trip where I was like, you know, maybe you didn't experience this. But like when I would go on trips with my boys, like the first yeah. day or two, you get like too drunk and you party too hard and you jump off the boat the wrong way. And yeah. you like kind of hurt your elbow and you tell yourself it's not going to hurt but it, you've hurt for the rest of the trip like a little over things. over enthusiastic day yes. one and day two exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. i don't know what spoiler alerts exist and i apologize yeah. if they do but i remember after like the first trip i think gabrus went to colorado and oh i texted him at the end of day one and i was like yo man congrats on just like putting the first day in the books and he wrote back i broke my rib <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and he has a big body so his ribs hit different yeah, exactly. A broken yeah. rib and his skeleton hurts, man. And he was in bad shape and oh he had to God. persevere. And he had to ke- he literally had to keep partying. Yes. He had to continue the party. He fell down a mountain, broke his rib, and the last no. the next thing I heard was that he had like changed his outfit and now he was just wearing a speedo and he was <laughs> no. in like a in a balloon just going down the mountain. That was their solution to his broken rib. Take oh, off his clothes and put him in a sled and now just throw him down the mountain again. Never it is throw one of the, your friends down the mountain down again. Mountains. Again. Yeah. Crazy. Uh it is one of those things where it's like, you know, athletes they like break their bone or whatever, but then like pure adrenaline like masks the pain of, of the and like carries them through and it's like Gabrus is is an Olympic level partier Partier. he is an elite level god tier partier so it's like he is able to with a broken rib it's like the Michael Jordan flu game it's like Mm. with a broken rib he is able to party with a broken goddamn rib he is still able to drink smoke rage and be hilarious so like and all that is true but Gabrus' secret sauce and this I guess is just going to be an honor Gabrus podcast yeah we just love John we love John yeah He's so smart. He's yeah, so he's brilliant. He's so well read. He has such points of view. He's very yeah. philosophical. He, yes. he, he counters all of the stereotypes two times what he does on the parties. You know, Absolutely. like he is, he is, he is such a joy and a brilliant oh. guy. And that's actually the thing that you need to sustain a television show. At some point, right. we don't just want to see these guys take shots and burp. Right. We also right. need like what's behind the curtain, what's your brain doing. And Absolutely. his is endlessly interesting. Yeah, he's he is um, wicked, wicked smart, so sharp, one of the smartest guys around. So mm-hmm. that's absolutely true. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see the show. <laughs> and you know what another <laughs> secret thing about the cast is? Adam yeah. Pally, very good yeah. basketball player, Adam. I- is he? Have you ever hooped uh, yeah. with Adam Pally? I hooped with Adam Pally and Ben and a couple other guys once. Yeah. And cool. when you do comedy with people so long, you're like, well, I'm just going to assume that I'm better at sports than you. Like, right, right, right. Just, yeah. That's just the ego talking. Yeah. Playing with Ben and Adam Pally, I was like, holy crap, you guys have jumpers. They're really great. Hell yeah. You know, now that you mentioned it, Adam and I were at some, I can't even remember what it was. It was like some Comedy Central event, and they're at some, like, bar, and there was a little, like, mini hoop papa shot kind of thing, and we and we were, like, doing that together. That's the closest I've come to to actually. But does Gabrus play basketball? No. I mean, I'm going to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to answer that without knowing the exact answer, but I do know the exact, exact yes. answer. And it's no, Gabrus does not hoop. 
Uh, but you know what? You're talking about overenthusiastic partying, Bill. Um, I, I do want to sort of like segue into a personal experience that you and I have had. Oh, and no. we've probably talked about this on the podcast before. Okay. But just to speak to – okay, so when you have someone like John in your life and you are at a party with them, there is a, a – not even a pressure but just an instinct to sort of like keep pace with them at sure. a party okay. in terms of like you want to drink with them. You want to yeah. smoke as much as they You want to eat as much as they And you can't because that's why they're god tier and you're not. But, like, you want to do it anyway. Yes. Um, So uh, many years ago, and I know that we've talked about this almost certainly, uh, but there was a restaurant that we would go to thanks to your in-laws that was called Mm -hmm. the Russian Samovar in Midtown Mm -hmm. Manhattan on, like, 57th and 7th. And it was, like, the purest Russian vodka in my world. (laughs) Yeah, they made their own own vodka. Unbelievable. Made their own vodka. Um, and Billy, your home, your longtime childhood best friend, who we talk about a lot on this podcast, who has whose ha, uh, whose allure and sort of electricity is very perilous on a Gabrus level, kind Absolutely. of like they Absolutely. definitely mirror each other in terms of like you just want to be around them and you want to do what they're doing. Period. Uh, Steve, feel safe around them. Yeah, and it's just like you want to do what they're doing. <laughs> That's what you want to do. It's I don't true. know what you're to right. tell you. It's like you're right. You want to do that. <laughs> Um, so Steve Corbetti, this was after a Harvard Sailing Team show. This was your birthday. This was my birthday. I can't even remember. My birthday. Your birthday for sure. That's right. Yep. Uh, and Steve had come to a show and then we went to the bar afterwards, the Russian Samovar. Again, Steve, not, I mean, you tell me like height, weight, not, not exactly the same body type as John, but like big old dude. No, Steve is the, a big old boy. Yeah, but he's 6'4", 240, but he yeah, has like, like 3% monster. body fat. Yeah, he's like a he's a he's a he's, he's a, a silver. Brick wall. Imagine a silverback gorilla. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and so Steve got to the bar. We got there before you for whatever reason. Yeah. You and Marina were like lagging a little bit behind, and for whatever reason, Steve and I were like the first ones at the bar or something. Yes. And Steve instantly ordered like two carafes of this vodka and like a bunch of shots of the vodka, and yes. I just happened to be next to him, and he was like, "And you don't we're doing really this. drink? Steve I never really, drink. Steve really drinks. That's right. So Steve <laughs> really drinks, and you yeah. don't really drink. Not really. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but." You want to do it. You want to do it. I remember walking into that party or reconnecting (laughs) with you like 10 minutes in. I'm like, yo, how's everything going? And you're like, you had like a look on your face. And I've seen you like, (laughs) I've seen you in various states. One of my favorites was after you ate a box of cereal by yourself and you were going through a sugar high and your eyes were darting left and right. But I've seen you in a lot of states. And this one was like that. I just took a bunch of shots, euphoria, and it hasn't hit me yet. But like, exactly. it's like the roller coaster is ticking up, exactly. and like chaos is coming. But there's That's a five right. minute window exactly. where like I'm warm and I'm feeling good, Bill. Yes, and I just exactly. remember looking at you. I was like, I grew up exactly where you are because yes, Corvetti exactly. and I were and are attached at the hip. That's and right. So, <laughs> It's I like, too would be pulled into situations where it was exactly. over my pay grade. I can't but. keep up way too enthusiastic. Like, I was way too enthusiastic, way out over my skis, Everyone way out of my lost depth. Their minds at this party. Yeah, lost their minds. Everyone lost oh, their yeah. minds and their cash. We paid $2,000 in <laughs> yeah, vodka. We were broke outrageous. New York actors. But between, the like, best. the 20 of us, we put down a whole lot of vodka. It took yeah, it a long amazing. time to get home. It that was, was a good party. That was, yeah, a, great was a great party. party. An absolutely um, epic party. But I, that is my – probably my most kind of like uh, visceral experience of uh, partying uh, out of my – like what is it? Like punching above your weight? Partying above my weight. Like not real like, – I would say that from 18 to mm, – 16 to 24, I was punching above my weight yeah. pretty consistently. <laughs> yeah. Pretty yeah. consistently. But Adam – 
I yes. don't think that you and I are party guys per se, at not least really. not at this stage in our life. Right. You know, but I do think that in the third act, we should identify 101 places to something and see if we can turn that into a television show for us. Yeah. Okay. Might as well. Here we are. We've already uh, optioned a book, Mannion's. Oh, shoot, I already forgot the subtitle. Yeah, we're going to have uh, to rewind. We'll, we'll, we'll get back there. We'll get back there. It's okay. Uh, but yeah, we're making big Hollywood moves here on this podcast, so I think that's a good idea. Okay. So we're going to yeah. come up with a new television show that's appropriate for us, but first we're going to go into our second act break. Do you want to do two more sentences or two more phrases you might overhear at a party? Party phrases. Party phrases, yeah. Okay. We'll be right back. Hi. Is this mine? Is this Schnapps? Welcome back to the No Joe Podcast. Bill and I are talking about partying today and just a couple other fly-in-the-wall examples of something you might hear at a party. <laughs> Adam, say your sentence again, please. Sure. Is this schnapps? Schnapps, huh? Yeah, it's schnapps. Schnapps? Is it schnapps? Is it? Is it it's always been schnapps, schnapps to me. Yeah. It's always been schnapps. <laughs> Schnapps. schnapps schnapps it probably schnapps. that probably is the the sort of like the more <laughs> more accurate pronunciation schnapps. schnapps never heard schnapps now yes well yeah. territory i'm from long island and we say things wrong nah, but yes i feel like schnapps is ours schnapps, schnapps is my cultures like i feel like we determine how schnapps is pronounced schnapps, schnapps. Peach schnapps. 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 Schnapps feels right because it feels like schnapps. It has sort of a German kind of like vibe to it. So schnapps definitely spelled sort of feels S-C-H-N-A-P-P, a bit more right. S-C-H-N-A-P-P, something like that. I think that's right. That feels that's right. That's big schnapp. schnapp. That's big schnapp energy. <laughs> it is big schnapp energy. Exactly. Um, schnapps. I, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm schnapps. I'm Peppermint, reacting. peach, et cetera. You know, the, you know, the, you know, the kind. Yeah. Are you a big, are you a big schnapp guy? Is it like no, when you I feel like in like, like what do you got on Snap? <laughs> what Snap you got on tap? Yeah, uh, I mean, Schnapps to me was like, or Schnapps, if you will, uh, will. was uh, that was like you know high school party that that's mm-hmm. like you know red solo cup. Someone's parents are out of town. You know what? What can your older cousin get at the liquor store? Kind of situation. On that, that note, was the, did yeah. you ever go to a high school party and come across a bottle of alcohol called Goldschlager? Oh. um... And it had like little flecks of gold, gold. inside. <laughs> gold. Yeah. What? Yeah. I do. I don't. Yeah. What was that? Well, that was that was Orbit's alcohol. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That yeah, was. Exactly. We've come up with a drink that tastes terrible, but we're going to put objects in it, and that should hopefully distract you from the taste. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Do you do you um, lament the fact that our partying days did not overlap with the uh, hard seltzer craze? Do you do no. you regret no. not? No. We had Zima, and we just put Jolly Ranchers in them. We had Mike's oh, Hard. Yeah. We're fine. Yeah, we're fine. I mean, like, really, what's the difference? That essentially is what this hard seltzer is, right? It's like I basically Mike's Hard yeah. Limited. I wasn't yeah. counting calories when I was a nineteen-year-old alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I right. was, this was just what can we afford tonight? That's right. Yeah, right. exactly. Um, yeah. Adam, we are no, we are not really big partiers anymore. What are we? If we're going to sell this experiential we? reality show, put us in a bottle. Put us in a box. Who are yeah. these? One time, the Onion referred to us as the Burton Ernie of podcasting. It's pretty nice. I kind of love pretty that. Pretty nice. So I wear so that as a badge of honor. Proud of that. Are we G rated? Are we the antithesis yeah. of partying? Uh, I mean, look, you know, we are, well, this is what makes us, 
Um, this is what makes us three-dimensional, 360-degree human beings, Bill, is that we are, um, if I may toot our own horn, toot toot, we are sweethearts, we are uh, kind and, and sweet and personable and enthusiastic and charismatic. But look, we like to party. I'll put down a whole cereal, a whole box of Lucky Charms in a sitting. Like, okay. I can get... <laughs> No one's saying we're not bad boys out Yeah, no, we're bad boys. Like, we, we are this bad show doesn't boys. doesn't have to be for bad boys. We're trying yeah. to identify 101 places to blank before Billy and Adam die. What is the <laughs> thing we want to do in that blank? 101 places to see a minor league baseball game before you die. 101 yeah, places to eat a cheeseburger before you die. 101 places to take a selfie before you die. What, yeah. If we were to have a travel show, what do you want to be doing on that travel show? Yeah, what should we be doing? 101 places to beg for Apple comments before we die. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Closer, I guess. 101, uh, 101 places to th- to to pod to podcast <laughs> thinking small i'd say you're thinking small right now these are things we're doing on a podcast already we've already begged for those things and we are podcasting I guess you're right about that yeah, yeah. you're right mm-hmm. would you bungee um, would you jump have you jumped out of a plane I have not jumped out of a plane. I don't see a reality where I am bungee jumping, Bill. I just mm-hmm. don't see that. Let's happening. go into. I'm going to put three things in front of you, and you rank the likelihood of you doing them. Three okay. being the least likely, one being the most. Okay. White water rafting, bungee jumping, skydiving. Okay, easy. White water rafting is definitely number one. Okay. Um, for sure. Okay. Um, again, I have a big height phobia, so like that is Got that it. hampers so hang my gliding. hampers. No hang gliding. No, no, thank you. Um, and skydiving v bungee jumping both sound like true torture to me. Um, mm-hmm. And I would guess if I had to choose what I would dislike slightly less. Bungee jumping, I guess bungee before skydiving. Skydiving to me is cuckoo, yep. bananas. Yes. No, thank you. I don't need to. I don't <laughs> no, need thank to. You. I don't need no, thanks. to. thanks. I yep. think I found our show, Adam. What if it is where we have to face our fears? 101 yeah. places to cry before you die. That's good. That's more in our wheelhouse, I think. That's so, pretty good. So a place, yeah. places where we will, because we're kind of spineless, just say yes to people, and then ultimately yes. be put in situations where we are forced to tears before doing the activity that we no longer want to do. Absolutely. I know that I've told this story before on the podcast, or at least I think I have, but Clayton and I did our focus rally a million years ago. We had to drive across the country doing challenges like crazy, like amazing race, whatever, road rule style challenges. And at one point we had to walk a thin plank over a 500 foot canyon in Arizona. And I was so scared, mad, furious, upset that uh, I was near tears, like not tears of sadness, but like tears of fear, true tears of fear and and anger of, of like rage of being in a put in a position where I felt so afraid and I was walking out on the plank and I know I've told you this a million times before but uh, if the whole um, uh, experience in television show was essentially one big Ford commercial and I can't control myself when I am that afraid and that mad I literally have no control over the things I say and I was walking over this plank and I was saying what 
pardon the language, what the fuck am I doing this for? Fuck Ford. I don't give a fuck about oh Ford. My God. I was saying, <laughs> screaming, screaming into a canyon. <laughs> what? That is three hard Fs in the yeah, retelling. Hard, so we can hard. only imagine how hard those Fs were hard, in reality. Hard. I was I was shouting them into a canyon. So point is, yes, 101 places to cry before, before you die. die. <laughs> but Adam, that would well, even me. more to the point, did you end up walking on that plank? Yes, and it was. I regret it every moment. I wish I yes. hadn't. It yes. wasn't like I didn't. I didn't grow. I didn't overcome a fear. I didn't. I'm not a better person. I'm a worse person. I'm worse. You caved. You caved. I ca- yeah, like you I caved did because it. there was cameras and people were relying on you, and that hurts. Yeah, it was horrible. It was horrible. So, so I think uh, that's our pitch. I think yeah. we walk into True TV, ABC, heck, yeah. Peacock. Why not the big three? ABC, yeah, True, and Peacock, yeah. and we say. <laughs> Hey, have we got a story for you? You proceed yeah. to tell them the story yeah. about how they, Ford wanted you to walk on a plank and almost die. You said F three times. That's the yes. show. That's While the show. doing it, that's the show. That's mm-hmm. the show. We bite the hand that feeds us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, give us a, you give us a challenge to do and we'll do it, but we'll be sad and mad about it during. It feels like, Adam, to me, um, reality shows, to be on a reality show, you kind of want it to come from within. You don't right. necessarily want to join a reality show that almost indicates your place in the entertainment industry and also just a you have nothing going. I get it. Right. But I am curious because reality television really is everywhere and it's highly really? produced at this point and half the people on them are trained actors and comedians yeah, right. who right. understand the game and can lean in. Of course. Have you ever auditioned um, for a reality show? No. Beyond this Focus Rally experience with Clayton a thousand years ago, not really, no. No, I haven't. I've never auditioned, for, I'm really thinking, for a reality show. Right. No, I have not. Right. Have you? Well, we did audition for a few game shows back in the day when we were kids, or back in like early right. young comedians, and you got like very strange auditions for very strange game yeah, shows yeah, back yeah, in the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Japanese show. torture yeah. shows and things. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing like that. You did, though, Adam. There has been this fun trend on our Discord, on the No Joke Discord, um, yeah. that identifies you in things that people didn't know you were in because your okay. resume is dot, 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 stacked. <laughs> okay. That's one way to put it. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And <laughs> you are in a lot of commercials and a lot of television shows that people eventually stumble upon. And they're like, that was Adam, right? That yeah. was Adam, right? I wonder <laughs> yeah. if, and I'm going to just let the cat out of the bag, if people yeah. have ever stumbled into the comedy or I should say the reality show called The Bachelor that you appeared on. Was it the, the Bachelor? Ba- oh, oh, or was it the oh, ex? yeah, or was it? The it ex? was it was the Bachelor. Uh, it was the Bachelorette. It was the Bachelorette. Yes, okay. it was okay. the Bachelorette. Yes, we've told this oh, wow. story before, but I believe it was your job and a few other comedians' jobs to perform in a stand-up comedy show with these bachelors or bachelorettes after they got a lesson in how to do stand-up storytelling, story specifically storytelling. Yeah, right. exactly. It was. Yes. And this actually weirdly relates to the partying theme, to be honest with you, because as I've told you, and who else was there? Rebecca and Chris, maybe? Mm -hmm. Um, We showed up at a theater in Atwater at like 8 in the morning, or like 8 or like 9 in the morning. It was like very, very early. And the idea was that they were going to have a bunch of quote-unquote professional storytellers, aka us, like – 
tell stories while the contestants of The Bachelorette, all these dudes, were like in the audience watching us. And then they were going to go and like craft their own little story and then perform the story to win the mm-hmm. heart of The Bachelorette. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. So we were the sort of example Bachelorette, quote unquote, professionals. But when I showed up there on set or whatever, mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. eight in the morning, <laughs> eight in the morning, mm-hmm. there was a tub of hard alcohol, hard <laughs> alcohol and they were at eight in the morning that i was like walking in bleary-eyed with my coffee and they were like hey you want a drink and i was like what that's a good way to get to get a bunch of reality stars loose at eight exactly and i was like oh this is the the secret sauce of these reality shows is is literally sauce sauce. yeah it's actually (laughs) secret sauce exactly the secret sauce of those are is public sauce as public sauce and to to their credit or discredit by the time these uh guys were up there telling their stories they were tanked <laughs> they were hammered dr- it's very very drunk and it made for some uncomfortable moments and for some unfiltered moments and i was like oh this is how the reality tv sausage is made with a lot right. of vodka with right. a lot of rum yeah <laughs> and i feel yeah. like that was also how a lot of stand-up was made in the 90s and 2000s <laughs> yeah exactly exactly get drunk enough to get over your stage fright and then rant yeah, exactly. That's right. Well, we've yeah. come a long way then because now our friends are getting paid to do it professionally and yes. safely despite the broken rib falling down a mountain yes. on True TV at 1030. Absolutely. PM. Check it out. Yes. It is 101 places to party before you die. We are not getting paid by True TV no, to say this over John and Adam. again. Yeah. We're just our big fans, John and Adam. So there it is. Um, mm-hmm. Adam, I'm partying mm. out. I'm partying out. Dude, I, I'm hungover right now, dude. It's 11.30 in the morning, and that tub of whatever whatever I had is, uh, yeah. is hitting me hard. Yeah, exactly. It's almost like The Bachelor, like, it's like their thing is like, it's 8 a.m. somewhere. Yep. And it it's is. Like, <laughs> right here. <laughs> exactly. Let's drink. Let's get in the really tub. I want to drink. I just woke up 15 minutes ago. Yeah. Get in the tub. Uh, yeah. Um, all right, folks. So we have two calls to action. I remember one. It was the Denise Michelle. How many do you know? How many are in, your, are in your life? By yeah. those two names. Yep. And then also, I don't know how you do it. I guess you're going to have to get phonetic. But is it schnapps or is it schnapps? Or is it schnapps? Is it schnapps? Okay. Mm-hmm. Let us know. We need to know if that's questions. A, big questions. Burning questions. Honestly, we're partied out. Yeah, I'm, I'm toast, dude. I gotta sleep Done. this hangover off for two days. Big Done, time. dude. Yeah, I yeah. can barely talk. I'm slurring my words. <laughs> I'm slurring. I'm hammered right now. I'm hammered okay. too. I'm hammered yeah. too. <laughs> All right, so we're hammered, so we have to stop because we're gotta go. Out. We gotta go. Dude. I'm just partied out. Me too, man. All right, cool. Well, for the partying episode, I'm Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thank you so much. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>